Hello and welcome to the weekend wrap for the week on Wednesday. I am Ben Davison and it is my pleasure to be with you on this Sunday the 8th of August 2021. We will of course need to talk about COVID because so much has happened since we last spoke just on Wednesday around COVID in Australia that we will need to go through that. Uh, there's also some really good industrial news for us to cover off. But firstly, I want to talk about the Olympics because this Olympics has been such a success for the Australian Olympic team and really, I think, lifted the nation's spirit at what has been a very difficult, difficult time. It's been sickening to watch so many politicians try and cash in on that spirit, but at the same time, uplifting to watch the nation rally around the Matildas and the Boomers and to watch Dubler cheer on and push on his teammate Maloney to get Australia's first ever medal in the decathlon to see Emma McKeown and the swimmers claim nine gold medals. More gold medals just from the pool than we've had at two Olympics in the 21st century. This is an incredible, an incredible set of games. Tokyo 2020 being played in the middle of 2021. Of course, the announcement that Brisbane will host the Olympics in 2032 has been such a remarkable and challenging Olympics for really the whole world. But at the same time, as much of Australia has been in lockdown for much of the Olympic time, it's been a real remarkable, really remarkable sense of uplift that it's given to the spirits of so many people. I know in my family, with Van, with her mum in Sydney, they've been enjoying the Olympics no end. Well, the good news is that even though the Olympics is coming to an end, the Paralympics is only just about to start. And for those of you like me who follow the round ball, the world game, the English Premier League will be back with us shortly as well. So good news on that front. Now let's get into the issues of COVID. Last time we spoke, Victoria was coming out of a lockdown. Now, of course, we're in a lockdown. Uh, New South Wales was hoping to get on top of its outbreak and has since had a record number of cases in a single day. There are currently 82 people from New South Wales who have died from COVID since the start of the pandemic. There are currently 382 people in hospital in New South Wales with COVID-19. 58 of them are in the intensive care unit and 24 of those are on ventilators. It is mind-boggling to see cases continue to grow in New South Wales as we enter the seventh week. And I'm sorry, but I've had to pick up the dog because he's very stressed out about COVID-19 and lockdowns, as I know you are aware. But the point is, there are still pictures coming out of Sydney of people not wearing masks. There are still some parts of Sydney where it doesn't seem to be COVID is being taken as seriously as other parts. COVID is now spreading into other parts of New South Wales with Newcastle having cases. People seem to be travelling from Sydney to other parts of New South Wales, even though they've been asked not to do so. More 
suburbs, 12 more suburbs were added to the harsh lockdown just today. In Victoria, we have a blanket rule, and that is about wearing masks. There are five reasons to leave home. There are simple rules to follow, and they apply to everyone. Nobody's happy about it. People grumble. I've been known to grumble about it. I live in a regional area that's not had a single case. We're very pleased about that. We did have a near scare though, and the whole town, the whole town basically turned out to get tested, to wear masks, to stay home until the situation had improved. What seems to be happening in New South Wales is a bit of a sense of, oh, it's someone else's problem. It shouldn't really apply to me. It's those people in the southwest that have the issue. Well, I'm sorry, people of Sydney, but your issue is everyone's issue. Every time and every day that your outbreak continues puts the rest of us at risk. It makes it harder for the rest of Australia to open up. It makes it harder for the rest of us to see our families, our friends, to do our jobs, to conduct business. And frankly, this piecemeal suburb by suburb approach isn't working. If anything, COVID is getting worse in New South Wales. More people are going into hospital. You're having record days of the outbreak. The idea that students were gonna be back doing face-to-face for year 12 has since been abandoned. Because the reality is, New South Wales is not on top of this situation. And frankly, it's time to stop pretending that you are. Victoria has had to go back into another lockdown. Southeastern Queensland has just come out of one, but now Cairns is going into one. And we've seen COVID return to Tasmania and WA. This is avoidable and preventable. Of course, the number one thing is the vaccine rollout. The number two thing is quarantine facilities, both of which Morrison has failed on and the government of New South Wales can't be held responsible for that. But they can be held responsible for their own response to the situation in Sydney. We're entering week seven. Week seven of an outbreak. And frankly, it's time to stop pretending that it's just gonna go away. Do what's necessary Do it across the whole city. And as painful as that may be for many of you listening today, and I have no wish to inflict pain on any of you, it will get the job done sooner and quicker. And of course, proper support should be in place. We should see a wage subsidy return to anyone impacted, whether they're in Sydney or not, which is exactly what the Australian Union movement has been calling for. Australian unions, of course, proud sponsor of this show, have continued to call for a return of JobKeeper with a removal of the rorts, a removal of the rorts that saw people like Jerry Harvey claim millions and millions of dollars in a highly profitable year. So hopefully, hopefully Sydney will be able to come out of lockdown at the end of August but I note there are really only 20 days left to hit the necessary targets of isolation and reduced case numbers. And frankly, based on current form, I'd be surprised if we get there. 
keep in mind that the federal Liberal government is some 4.2 million doses of vaccination behind its revised targets. Its revised targets. And on current pace, it'll be over five months, over five months before every Australian gets the vaccine that they need. That puts us well into 2022. Hopefully, hopefully I'm wrong and hopefully the lockdowns can lift and things improve. Speaking of things improving, the workers at Western Sydney Uni College have voted against a pay cut. So congratulations to the NTU members there from standing up for their rights. Woodside has been caught out. Woodside, of course, one of Australia's largest companies, a large petroleum and gas company, has been caught out underpaying super to hundreds of its staff over the last five years. Uh, this this was found out, and the unions are, of course, uh, taking up the uh, case here. And yesterday was Aged Care Worker Day, and we want to send out... Our very best thanks to all the workers at the ASU, the United Workers Union, the Australian Nurses and Midwives Federation, the Health Sector Union and all the workers who are in the aged care sector. It's been an incredibly tough time for them recently, uh, as anyone who has an ageing parent or relative will know. COVID has made their jobs even harder than they were before. And this is a good time to say, you can join your union. You can join your union today, on a Sunday, on a Monday, any day of the week. All you need to do is go to australianunions.org.au forward slash wow, that's W-O-W. That's the customised link that lets us know people are listening to this podcast and joining their union. And thanks again to the members who have reached out to us this week. We've had a number of emails. Congratulations to those people who joined their union for the first time or were rejoining their union who have contacted us this week. A big shout out to all of you. There's also some sad news uh, in the industrial world. Uh, Firstly, the president of the AFL-CIO, that's the peak body for unions in America, Richard Trumka, passed away uh, while in office. Uh, Richard Trumka passed away and there is a a video message of solidarity that he sent to the workers of Australia just before uh, the scheduled ACTU Congress, which was postponed. Uh, You can see that on Michelle O'Neill's social media. Michelle O'Neill, the president of the ACTU, Australia's peak union body. And also, sadly today, the passing of Lena Cabrero, an ASU member, a coordinator of Asian Women at Work. Uh, Lena was a very passionate, outspoken uh, workplace leader in the union movement uh, who unfortunately lost her battle with cancer today and I know there's many many people right across the country who will be familiar with her work Uh, many many thousands of workers who benefited um, from working with her and with her leadership uh, who will be very saddened today I had the great honour of meeting her on a couple of occasions uh, and truly 
as you would expect for someone who fought so hard for the rights of workers, she fought against cancer till the very, very end. So our thoughts and condolences go to her family and her comrades uh, who are grieving today. That's the weekend wrap for today. I do want to remind people of some of the good news. Uh, the workers at McCain's won their legal fight to say that their lockout, the, when the multinational corporation McCain locked them out, that was an illegal action. So they will be pushing for compensation. So well done to everyone there. Congratulations to everyone involved and congratulations to everyone who supported that campaign. Remember, folks, standing together gets results. It gets results. And at the moment, we face a huge challenge as a nation. And we need the people of Sydney and New South Wales to stand together, to stand together and accept accept that maybe in their suburb, there's only one or two cases, but they need, they need to be locked down. They need to be locked down so that those cases don't inadvertently spread and create even more cases, whether they're in other parts of Sydney, other parts of New South Wales, or other parts of the country. So I'd urge everyone to stand together at this difficult time and be kind to yourself and to each other. Bye.